Arrogance may not be a uniquely American trait, but I must say you do it better than anyone. Truth, justice, and the American way. afternoon truth justice in the american way here we are another episode less risky tiki drew talking at you let's let's get oh, it yeah. started tradition there oh. we go it's officially started <laughs> all right thank you Les. this is wonderful see and you know um Last couple of episodes, I was off the back on watching the races. I was in the middle of a whole changing my internet and TV supplier, and I'm caught up now. Brief. Let's sh- let's share that with the listeners. Tell tell them tell me exactly what what happened. Uh, I like what your wife did with the uh, the modem. Uh, with everything. Yeah. Um, we were having glitchy internet. And for a month, a month of glitchy internet. And we had five visits from AT&T to take care of the issue. Uh, The sixth visit, the guy comes over and the wife has to come home from work, right? She comes home from work and the guy says, I have to go get some parts. And my wife goes, well, I can't just sit here. I got to go back to work. So she calls me. Hey, can you come home early? Yeah, I packed my shit. I come home. I get back. The guy never came back. Dude never freaking came back. So that night, um, all of the AT... Oh, and we discovered later when we're going to watch TV, the TV's out now. And it's the same, you know, the same Same company, AT&T. So basically, um, we just cut a bunch of cables and put a big stack of shit on the porch. Here's your crap. Yeah, it, it said, um, Dear AT&T slash DirecTV, I believe all of this stuff belongs to you. Please take it away. If you would also like your satellite dish back, I'll be available sometime between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. <laughs> next Thursday. And they didn't even flinch. They texted my wife and said, Oh, you have to send that stuff back in um, FedEx. So that's that. We're done with them. Um, we're, you know, fingers crossed. We're on uh, uh, spectrum now, and those guys are efficient. They answer their phone. They talk to you. So I have spectrum, but I think most everybody in our area either has AT and T or spectrum. And, and uh, I've never had a speed problem with spectrum. I had, I had problems regarding speed, but it wasn't related to spectrum. So we have a couple of streaming services. Uh, streaming devices. I have uh, a Chromebook, and I have a Roku, and I kept on paying for more and more speed, and the guy would call, well, if you want more speed, if you buy our phone service, we'll give you more speed for free. I don't need a phone. Well, 
If you buy our speed and our phone service, I'll knock 40 bucks off per month. Okay, do it. Yeah. Well, where do I send the phone? Hang on to it. I don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll install it myself. <laughs> so uh, speed keeps coming to, going faster and faster, and I'm not getting any more performance out of it. And I finally, I finally look into it. I go, wait a minute. Maybe the equipment isn't capable, and that was it. The Roku that we had was only capable of doing like 12 gigabits per second, and the Chromebook was only capable of doing like yeah. seven. And you know, so, most households, 200's fine, but you need 200. Right, right. But it, it just wasn't, the equipment wasn't up to snuff. Now, my desktop, that, you can go flaming on that. Anyways, internet talk. Now, now let's talk about motocross. Yeah. So, Thunder Valley was last week. Did you, you okay? I want to tell you right now that what was your favorite? Our first, our first discussion. You said, "Oh, what about Jason Anderson?" I go, "I, I think he's your champion." Well, now that I've seen a couple more races, there's freaking five guys that could do it. Absolutely, and I, I love agree that. with that you. Hasn't happened for a long time. Uh, Kenny, freaking Kenny, imagine that. Uh, God, I love Kenny. Yeah. I really do. My wife's a huge fan too. I love Kenny, but let's. Be Kenny realistic. Yeah. Getting through the whole season. Yeah. But still, just to watch him go. Oh, my God, that was great. So, and then Tomac, holy shit. I thought he, oh, he came in with the, you know, recovering from an injury, and all of a sudden he just goes full, what did my wife call it? He went full animal, <laughs> like we're used to seeing. I'm like, damn right. He's happy on the Yamaha, obviously. Yeah. yeah. He, he caught onto that bike pretty freaking quick. I want to, I want to address... Caroli's whole shots. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? I'll bet you, if he keeps... Okay, so we discussed this, too. Um, he's just, like, a few races, whatever. If he keeps performing like he's performing... He's going to want to do the whole he's summer. He's going to, yeah. And why not? He's retired. What else does he have to do, right? His, his, it's, it's his a joy for him. can see freaking America, and they can just... It's a joy for him. him. Yeah. I mean, I saw some pictures on Instagram... He was over at Pro Circuit. It was his, him, his wife, and his kid. And they got to tour the place. And I'm sure he's going to do that everywhere he goes yeah. across the states. He's going to find some part of American MX yeah. history. And they're going to yeah. go check it out. And they're going to see Mount Rushmore or whatever. And they're going to do the full American yeah. vacation. I'll bet you. And, and they're getting paid for it. Yes. And no, no pressure. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's After a, all the... I mean, what's he got? Nine championships? Yeah. I believe. And imagine the pressure. And you know he, he loves to ride, obviously, or he wouldn't be doing it. Uh, but there's shit ton of pressure on him all the time. Now, there's no pressure. He's pulling whole shots. He's, he's finishing in the top five or six every week. Yes. I mean, yeah, what he, the hell? <laughs> and, and he's finishing, I think if he were five, maybe four years younger, I think he'd be even up higher. He's, he's playing with a lot of younger well, guys. Also, um, the frame, you know, AMA stock frame. The Euro races, he's, he gets a modified stiffer frame, and he's starting to figure that thing out. He's starting also, to figure out that, you know, it's like, the, like I guess a, like a TM400 or something. Well, MotoGP is also <laughs> structured. That you're going to have this many jumps. The jumps are going to be this size. They're going to be this long. American motocross is kind of based on the hillside. You well, know, what are we... on the tracks that there is a hillside. 
Yeah. Well, even even. I mean, look at Paula. Even, what a bitchin' place. There's a, there's hills all the way around it. Right. The track is like just this built up, and it was. I love the track this year, by the way. I maybe I'll go next year, but I've been avoiding it because it's like eh, it's a giant ass supercross track. But it looked really good this year. I don't know if it was different. I mean, I I, I didn't see. Um, I didn't remember what last year's track was, but I guarantee this was different because it's a great track. I like uh, I like the Nationals. Yeah. Keep doing that. I put on put on my spectacles. Um. So. I think. Thunder Valley culminated the last race of the day. The last five laps. Tomac versus uh, Roxon. Okay, we've got Sexton out in front. And he's only, by, by the last five minutes, or the last three minutes, five laps to go, Sexton was two seconds ahead. That's not, that's not a lot. No. And the battle in back between Roxon and Tomac those were right on right on top of each other, and that battle allowed Sexton to Just get away. Front, yeah, to get away. And I, yeah. I saw well, maybe there's some team tactics here. Kenny's gonna hold him off, and then Kenny's gonna go. Go. Yeah. No. No. And that was that was something else because Kenny held on and got in there and started battling, and when Tomac passed him, he said no. Tomac tried to take his line away. And he punted oh, him. Oh, yeah. Well, he didn't really. Well, he was. <laughs> Tomac was trying to get into that rut, and he, Kenny said right. no. Yeah, and that's motocross. And I see a lot of stuff that, oh, there's a penalty or a fine. It's like, did you, did you guys watch motocross in the 70s? Holy shit. Dry, dusty. Yeah. People pushing each other around. You got Bob Hanna walking up to guys going, if you, you know, cut me off, I'll break your freaking leg. And he was serious about it. <laughs> you know, and it's just kind of, I mean, obviously it's badass. The speeds are way faster. The obstacles are way more gnarly. So there has to be a certain amount of, um, you know, hey, don't kill anybody. Thunder Valley's got some nasty ruts. Yeah. I mean, those were... Well, everything has nasty ruts. So to the point of those ruts, final lap... Sexton's out in front. <laughs> the race is his. And if the way it's going to finish, Tomac is going to be the overall. Because it's Sexton, Kenny, Tomac. Tomac got the first moto, so he was he was set. Kenny was second. What happened? The young <laughs> kid just lost sight of what was going on. <laughs> Kenny goes by. Kenny yeah. wins the race. He's got the overall. Tomac comes through like, wait a minute. I don't win? <laughs> yeah. It, it, look what happened to Anderson. He got one wheel in one rut, one wheel in another rut. Dude, he was on his way. He yeah. was fully on his way. And oops. You know, it's it's a nasty sport. It's it's rough and rough and tumble, I guess. It is. And that's what makes it exciting. Plus, it's the summertime. Um, and that's what I really like. Okay, we've got an injury. We got injury report. Yeah. And I was going to grab my sunglasses again to uh, 
see that. RJ Hampshire. I, you know what? I saw the crash. I didn't realize how nasty it was when he got that at Hangtown when he got that freaking wooden stake jab through him. Ow. And then who was the other kid? Uh, Chris Brown hit that freaking signpost. What is that signpost doing so close to the track? There's always something you know? stupid like that. And I hate to go back several weeks, but I just, you know, like I said, I just now got to watch it. But, my God, it's, you know, I mean, back in our day, <laughs> I don't want to date us too much, well, but, we're but I am wearing a Mako shirt. We're right dated, now. let's face it. Um, I raced at Indian Dunes. Yeah, Escape Country, the first turn, dude, you had a balls out, pretty decently long straight, and just a little kick to the right. And there's this giant ass oak tree with a tire hanging from it. <laughs> that was it, yeah. you know. <laughs> but there weren't any like barbed wire fences right next to the track or rebar or freaking fence posts. So we got high point coming up in the 450 class. The 450 class is already kind of bad. Uh, we got out of racing is Adam Cincerillo. Dylan Ferrandez, his wrist, he's out. Dylan was was going to be a contender. He's not there. Phil Nicoletti, Jerry Robin, yeah. Joey Savacci. Okay, Joey was going to be there. Don't forget Mookie. Mookie's not in there either. Well, we got Mookie. He's out with his knee. Dean Wilson. It yeah. says posterior. What what we really mean is his ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could be posterior. Ow. Anything. No, ow. Yeah. That's... And it's on YouTube. Yeah. If you go on YouTube, you can see the injury. It's like, no, I don't, yeah. I don't want to see that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dean. Get well I don't know, soon. He does have a kind of a nice ass. I don't right, get well soon, Dean. Yeah. But we'll just leave it at that. In the 250 class, we got Austin Forkner out his yeah. shoulder, and that sucks hard, man. I love that kid. He's got a lot of heart, and he's gonna be there one day. Cameron McAdoo, sternum and lungs. Yeah. <sighs> Crash at Fox, sustained broken sternum. Ow. Ugh. Yep. That's tough. It's a dangerous freaking sport, man. Carson Mumford, we've seen him racing as a kid. He's out with a foot. Colt Nichols, this is a this is a bummer. Colt Colt's a good two fifty racer. He's out. Dylan Schwartz. Jeremy Martin. Jet Reynolds. Yeah. So Jeremy Martin, if he was in, would he be racing a two fifty or four fifty? Two fifty. Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't. The whole Martin family doing those yeah, things. I, I think he's a smaller kid. You'd think he would have pointed out by now. I mean, he's a good rider. And, yeah. I mean, whether, how, how do those rules work? I don't get it why he's still allowed to do that. You know, Christian Craig um, running 250 in Supercross. I'm like, what the hell? This this guy's been around long enough. The he worst have was out uh, the 250. Who was the, the kid from South America? Um, oh. He got rookie of the year in, on when he was thirty-one. Tedesco? No, no, not Tedesco. He ran two fifties way longer. Yes, than he did too. Um, I don't know. Mar but, Martin Davalos. Oh, Davalos. Yeah. Jeez, the kid was racing two fifties his entire career. I yeah. guess, I guess if you can, you can. But really, it's it's supposed to be a feeder class. Yeah, in theory. Mammoth is coming up this this next week. Oh, That's that kind good. of a home race for me anyone that has a chance go up to mammoth lakes watch uh watch the race enjoy the high country the 
the lakes, fresh air, the fresh air, bring the fishing blue pole. sky, bring a fishing pole. Absolutely. On to some politics. Oh no, not that. Okay, wait. Before before we um, just today, just today on the news. Okay, so now California um, is talking about making gun owners carry insurance. That's been mentioned. And I'm kind of skeptical about it because, you know, the insur- obviously the insurance company is going to say, how many guns do you have? Do you have a gun safe? Do you have trigger locks? Do you this and that? Well, people have a bunch of guns that they don't know about, right? And the odds of anything going wrong, I and believe me, I'm... Not a gun advocate. It's not not really the legal gun owners that are the problem. That's the thing. And now, if someone breaks in your house and steals your guns and goes and commits a crime with it, that should be on you. Odds of it happening, kind of slim. If they're in a gun safe, very, 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 very freaking slim. But who's going to admit to the guns they have? And then... They'll just go, okay, I'm going to admit to these ones, and I'm going to stick them in a safe, right? I got a bazooka, but I'm not letting the world know well, about I, it. I got a potato can. We'll, we'll light that up one night. Well, when you, we have this on video. You made one for me, remember? Oh, I yeah. I still have that. Yeah, and I have a bag of potatoes that'll fit it right now. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm just, it's like, it's like another feel-good thing, right? And you know Pete... Uh, FCR, yes. Pete, and he's he is Dennis. a gun advocate, and you know what? He's a wonderful man, and he should absolutely be able to have whatever the hell he wants. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Um, and he's always saying, "I would love more common sense laws, and I would love more regulation." How about we just but keep the laws that we have? That's what I'm saying. They don't even enforce what we have. And now you're going to add something else. And what I was getting at is I think this whole um, having to have insurance. And it kind of makes sense because you're going to drive a car. It's a dangerous thing. You could kill somebody. You could damage somebody. Whatever. You should have insurance to cover that. Um, your gun, probably you're not going to cause any issues or whatever. But, you know, some you know, neighbor kid comes over and you, you leave your freaking gun laying out because you're an idiot. And he shoots your kid or whatever. Or your kid shoots him. Um... It's crazy, but it does happen. And there are several people on uh, the old Moto Forum, not several, but at least one that I know that that happened, and it was devastating. So it's it's kind of like a, um, a great idea because of this. But to me, it's just a revenue stream. The sad part about that, just what you were talking mm-hmm. about. Did you know... That the United States counts gun suicides, suicide by weapon, as part of their statistics. Oh, absolutely. And it's, for all the people that kill them, for all the people that are killed by guns, something like 10,000 are suicides. Oh, yeah. And that leaves about six, six to 4,000 a year that are yeah. not. And you know, um, last night, and... This is why I'm kind of logy today. My son-in-law showed up. You know Daniel. Yeah. And he, he was working in the area, and he swung by, and we're sitting on the patio drinking beer, and then we end up at the neighbor's house drinking beer. 
And the reason we're having Lagunitas tonight, yes, is because I had a, a bunch of pizza port beers in there. We freaking wiped them out. Bye bye. Um, but my neighbor across the street is convinced that Kurt Cobain was murdered rather than shooting himself. Yeah, and so whatever you know, conspiracy theory. But this is not where we're going. Uh, where I want to, where I was trying to go with this, is having. It's okay. So I will equate. The gun owners' insurance with um, the Affordable Care Act. It's just so you're turn forced into a to do show. it. And well, I'm thinking just like the Affordable Care Act, the insurance company is going to write this law, not our legislature. Absolutely. You know the the AHA or whatever. Yeah, it, it, it was written. Care, yeah. Affordable Care Act was was a was just a disaster. Yeah, yeah, and it still is really. Um, I mean, there's more people insured, but it's, it's basically, it's, it's a revenue stream. You know, you're required For, to do it, and if you don't do it, you pay the government. And, and the people that are whatever. behind it are just feeding politicians money. Yeah. And now for my sister, who has no great revenue, has dependent of her children, it works out for her. And I get yeah. it. I, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. For me... It costs me and my wife literally a thousand dollars a month. Oh yeah, to have insurance. Yeah, and that's that. Theoretically, that would be pretty good. Your deductible is probably really low. Your copay is probably low at that amount. Copay of money. was like eighty-five dollars. What? Yeah. Dude, you need to change insurance. No, it has to do with. Oh, I see what you're saying. See, now this is the problem. But, but see, theoretically, is... pre-existing conditions. This is the problem. If obesity is the issue, why aren't we tackling obesity like we should? Instead, we are making foods. Now we're on a tangent here. That's what we came for. The foods that are in the food pyramid are a bad idea. The food pyramid was designed when we weren't making GMO food. We weren't loading our food with crap. You know, I've sat down. This is an interesting thing. I sat down. One of my clients is in Calexico. And I sat on the border watching all these people come up from Mexico, South America. Going into America, all fit, yeah. all skinny. Yeah. All eating the same shit that we eat, just on the other side of the border, where the food's not loaded up with a bunch of fillers. Right. They come over here, and you can see them leaving America, going back home, or going wherever they're going. Yeah. They're going to visit family, and they're all round, cherub. <laughs> and glowing, yeah, because yeah. it's the obesity problem in America is not going to get addressed because it's going to profit to the food companies. And, and the, the the big problem we have right now is that um, McDonald's purposely makes their food addictive. I I avoid McDonald's, but every once in a while, dude, I have a Big Mac attack. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get me a freaking Big Mac meal with a Coke, and I'm gonna get a fillet of fish. And it's going to cost me, dude, nowadays it's like 18 bucks for that. When I first started that program, um, it was like six bucks for all that, right? So it's three times as much. But what the point is, I I know I'm going to be miserable after I eat it, but I really, really want it's it. It's tasty. You, you may or may not be miserable, but I'll say this. You eat a Big Mac, you're not going to feel hungry again for at least two hours. Well, yeah, because you're going to be asleep for two hours well, after you eat the freaking thing. 
<laughs> what I'm thinking is that the fillers fill you up. But yeah. the craziest thing about it is if you take that food, put it on a shelf, and let it sit, yeah. it's going to look identical to what it was today, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 10 years from now, or whenever. Well, the, the patties keep getting smaller, though, so there's that. It's just, I honestly feel that there's, the food pyramid has got a flaw, flaw to it. I feel that the food itself's got a flaw. There's the huge conspiracy theory of why are we burning up all of our food processing plants, all of our farms. Really strange coincidental yeah. stuff, and I'm not getting into that. But Well, let's get into this. Cheers. Prost. Did you know that beer is bred... In a bottle. With more water and a different, yes. different yeast, that's all. Yeah. So we're on the food pyramid right now. Perfectly fine. So here's something that's got me vexed today. Locally, we have a DA in in Southern California and Los Angeles, George Gascon. Oh, yeah. This guy's a piece of shit. And he's an installed piece of shit. Mm-hmm. It's been verified that the money behind him came from George Soros. And Soros, and it's been verified what Soros's plan is, to have two progressives run against each other, one crazy, one fairly moderate, right. and try and to... Know when, and we know where the balance is going to go um, when it comes down to the battle and the, where the Soros money is going to go. Yeah, so and, Bodine up in San Francisco was just, just recalled. We are, I think, 100,000 signatures away from getting mm-hmm. Gascon recalled. So Monday... Tuesday, there's a disturbance in El Monte. Two oh, cops yeah. show up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a night Immediately fight. get yeah. shot dead. Yeah. Uh, the the okay, bad guy gets shot. I don't know how shot. you're going to extrapolate this back to the DA. Because. Whatever. The guy was on probation, right? No, Gascon released him. He said, they, he said there was no, there was nothing yeah. in his background. And it turns out he, said, was a, he was a Marine with... PTSD, and they get all these... Oh, no, 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 no. He was a gang member. And he's got previous shooting. Oh, no, it was the other guy, the guy who tried to kill the CHP that they caught in a homeless... Oh, the guy from Oregon? Anyway. So, so Drew, instead of lamenting about how fucked up our justice system is... All righty. Let's just say that if we didn't have George Soros, freaking ExxonMobil, freaking... Big money in politics. If we did not have these people being allowed to use their money as free speech... Koch brothers. Absolutely. If we eliminate that, dude, it's done. This is our biggest problem. Money in politics. Anyone listening, and there's, I think there's like nine of you now. Hopefully, you know, there'll be welcome. Like 14. Yeah, welcome. welcome Thanks all. for listening. Um, Citizens United. we got to get rid of Citizens United. I agree. Period. And we need to bring back truth in advertising. We need to bring back equal time. We gotta get drugs off TV. Yeah, holy shit! You can't advertise cigarettes on TV, but you can advertise a pill that may kill you, or give you diarrhea. Or, well, at the very least, <laughs> it's, it's crazy that you know. So, hey, Joe Biden's president because of Pfizer. Guess what? We had a pandemic. Guess who got all the freaking money? <laughs> Pfizer just dumped it on him. <laughs> Hey, Moderna, you can have a couple bucks, Johnson. You can have a couple bucks, but Pfizer, those are the guys that put me in office. 
Yeah, Holy shit, know. you know, we can't have that anymore. We no, have to no, stop no. that. The money's got to get out of politics because yeah. we can see what's going on. We need people who are serious about doing their job for their constituents, not for their sponsors. Then they need to get the hell out. We cannot have yeah. these terms that go on for 30 yeah. years. Well, we also need to do that with the Supreme Court, I'm afraid. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, so you look at a guy like, like Bernie Sanders. Wonderful man, really. His intentions are all good. He's been in the business for freaking, what, 50, 60 years now? Yeah. Um, his intentions are good, but he's radical. He's, you know, he's well, not he's also to... he's also bought and paid for. We well, can see that. Well, I don't see Bernie as being bought and paid for. It, I don't know who's sponsoring him. I mean, the dude, for his entire if career... If the DNC tells him to pull out... Well, I know. That's but, bought and paid for. Okay. He's not... He's not personally bought and paid for. He, I guarantee you. He's controlled. You, if you could see the look on his face, he would go, "Yeah, I see." Bernie is very disappointed in the whole freaking deal. He's one of the guys who was saying, "Hey, you know what? We need to stop Citizens United. We need to get all this shit out of here." And because of that, he didn't have a shot, and he knows that. People, but he still has to support his party. People start out well, yeah, and then they get twisted. Uh, yeah. Elizabeth Warren had a lot of good intentions yeah. after... I actually, I love that woman. But actually, you know I, I can't stand her. You know what? Because and, she turned into the villain. And you know what? If you, I don't know about you, but I get freaking... I have to delete um, emails from her all the time. Well, from her staff. Well, her. no, I, I... There was a time when I supported her. Yeah. But she's turned into the villain. Yeah. And yeah, she's like... And the talking points, it pisses me off because she's smarter than that. But you know what? She's... What seventies? She's nearly as old as freaking Bernie, right? Uh, I get it. I get it. But what I'm the point I'm trying to make here is even if you vote for a good Democrat, you're bringing the bad ones along with you, and that's the deal. It's like why is every all these Republicans supporting Trump? Because if they don't support Trump, they aren't well, going to get the votes, they, right? Yeah, they were asked and out, like, of and things. they know damn well the guy's a complete fucking lost cause. But they have to stick with them because they're going to lose votes if they don't. And it's crazy as shit. You know, we have this in the hearings right now. Holy shit. You know what? He was, according to testimony, he actually told these people. I didn't. I never saw it before. But according to testimony, and maybe it was a... a I I'm going to call the testimony a lot of bullshit. Yeah, but it wasn't a... It, it couldn't have been a tweet because he already got booted off of there for being an idiot. Um... But he actually, at some point, supposedly um, told the crowd to hunt down Mike Pence. That's fucked up. That's I don't think that's up. I don't think that's the situation. As I remember, January sixth, it was uh, ten o'clock. They were they were done counting the votes. Pence had sided with the going with. Uh, the votes, the, the votes. actual votes of the going, people going of the with, United States of America. Yeah, yeah. going with the oh, votes. Yeah. No, yeah, okay, yeah. So he had sided with it. Pelosi the hag, and I'll call her a hag to her face. Well, I would too. Um, um, she, she said, let's take a recess at 10 o'clock in the morning. And at that point in time, they all exited the building. She knew what was going on. She was in on it. I don't know. I don't know. She yeah, was in on it. Okay, all, look. They all knew this was going to happen. No, 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 Trump no. Knew no. Every, because they, everybody was outside, oh. and this is where it's coming down to. 
It's the FBI. Just like that bullshit in Idaho. Okay? Wait. These things are happening a little are we bit... Are talking about Ruby Ridge? No. The, the white supremacists that were from out of state... That oh, we're all that, yeah, the pride thing. And they're all wearing brand new shoes that are... Yeah, and they're all, all, in, they're all in a big truck. And there, I think there was a few yeah. idiots in that group that probably were, that they collected. But I'm, I'm almost going to say that the FBI's got people inside of that group. Just like they had people inside... Well, they probably did have people inside that group. Maybe one or two. Oh, I'm um, thinking just, more just about ten. those groups. Because these groups, they, we know they exist. And you got to monitor these. You, you got them on all sides. You got Antifa, yeah. and you got yeah, these idiots absolutely. over here. But and, and you've got FBI and probably every so, one of these things, and they're waiting until something big's going to go down. They're going to go, "Holy shit! Here's how we stop it." Ted Cruz has got the FBI, and they're talking about January sixth. Yeah. And he asks, "Did you have FBI agents in the crowd and at January out in front of the Capitol?" I can't answer that. So you did? No. I can't answer it because I don't know. But she yeah. does know. Then he asks, right. "Okay, do you know who Joe Epps is?" Yes. No, I can't answer that. Yes. I know of the person, but I can't answer. It. In yeah. other words, the FBI yeah. is complicit in this bullshit, just yeah. like all the other and, idiots. And it's basically to me. Okay, so we have a lot of experience taking over governments um, all over South America. Absolutely, and we do, and, and we have and a lot of experience. And we were trying to do the same thing here. I mean, not us, not you and me, no. but it, but. You can see it coming. You can see the propaganda. You can see the... When the, the FBI freaking... was against Trump, and we know this for a fact, because yeah. Frosex was against it, Page was against it, yeah. they, they lied well, on the fucking stand. You know what? Everyone should have been against him. The guy is a huge fucking problem. You know what? We had the best four years that we've had in the past 20. So in what way? In, in what way? economic way? In upholding our rules? It was way? still it was still on an upward cruise. No, 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 oh, no. Okay, go check the charts, man. no. You've always told me that we do better in a democratic time. This time is fucked up. Oh, yeah, this time is totally fucked up. And and Obama, it was kind of fucked up. Um, I mean, he got left with a big pile of shit from George I will, Bush. I will say and, Obama got left with a pile of shit, yeah. but he also created his own shit oh, yeah, show. he did. And he his did. DOJ and, and because is of, the yeah, problem. Yeah. And you know what? And it happens every freaking cycle. What I don't understand is how... See, I've never voted for president of the United States in my entire freaking life. <laughs> You're I always vote, voting for the other guy. I vote no, I I don't I'm not gonna vote against. I vote my conscience and I vote all my local people, I vote my state people, I vote my uh, county I I vote all that shit. But when it comes to president, fuck no. They've never in my life run someone that I'm willing to have as my president. Okay, so, so we've out. always said the same thing. It's it's the lesser of two evils. And at that point in time, it was the lesser of two evils. It was Hillary Clinton or it was Donald Trump. It was it was two evils. It wasn't the lesser either way. It was two fucking evils. But you know what? Our, I can't vote for any of those people. Our, our evil that we ended up with turned out pretty damn good because we know what would have happened yeah. if it was Hillary at the helm. Well, we don't know. And and everyone wants Well, to right say now that. Hillary's at the helm. But I'll tell you what. Okay. Right now, so is fucking Trump, right? I don't think Trump's at it. Holy control. shit! Look at I'll the, tell you, Obama's in more control. Races. And you know, and this makes me happy is that people that Trump endorsed in this last little round didn't win. Yay! Because we don't need this shit. Ted Cruz, motherfucker, I'm done with him. You know what? You know what? He I has will... some great ideas and shit, 
but he's just like a and and I'm not gonna say he would Lindsey Graham, fucking little no, fucking orange nose, no, fucking Lindsey Graham is a rhino. Lindsey, Lindsey Graham? Graham, yes. Okay, and so is Mitt Romney. So anyone, and so is the <clears throat> other the um, turtle, Liz Cheney. There's, so a, there's anyone, a dozen of them. But anyone the point, that doesn't agree with Donald Trump is a rhino. I, I tell you what. That's bullshit. You know who we should have had run for president but couldn't? Tulsi Gabbard. You know what? I like her. Okay. She's got a head on her shoulders, yeah. and all these people go, well, you don't you don't support any women running for president. Bullshit. She was the smartest one available. <laughs> you know, I like her. I don't, you know what? And I might have even voted for her if she got the if she got the nod. You know what had happened? The DNC got involved and said, "We're not going to have a free thinking person like you get in the middle of all of our shit." Yeah. Now that was why Trump was so good is because Trump was not part of that bullshit. You know, it's crazy to me, Drew, and maybe we can talk about this next time. I can't think of anything good that that man did. All he did was made us like the laughing stock of the world. Actually, the world respected us. He brought. He was the first person to go over to Korea. Dude, he's writing North love Korea. letters. Yeah, and you know why no one else went? Because it's a bad idea. Well, how is it a bad idea? He stopped. Because now you're you're justifying this fucking complete megalomaniac idiot, which is fine because Trump's the same guy, right? He, he is, but you have to acknowledge that that guy exists. If you don't, it's just going to so, spin out of control. So go back and find out why no one else ever wanted to go talk to that guy. Because we can just isolate him, and eventually he's going to bust out. He's going to go fuck. Or his people are going to go, we can't do this anymore. Look, we wouldn't be at but war it, today. As soon as we, we, he, was, he was justified in his bullshit by having a meeting with the President of the United States. He's never had that before. Now he's got something else. Look how good I am. I don't even shit, by the way. Kim Jong-un, he doesn't shit. No one in his family has ever shit, right? They're like they're like angels or gods or something, right? And the people he wants them to believe the that. The crazy they thing know. about North Korea is the is the sisters running shit. Oh, absolutely. And she's dude, she's I don't trust her. I don't, ruthless. I don't she's trust her freaking ruthless. As far as I could spit at her. Oh, you know what? She's freaking ruthless. And and really And if you don't get control over that, you're gonna have a problem Kim, on your hands. Kim Jong ill wanted her to take over. Well, you can't, because in, he that, died. in that, in that yeah, culture, I know. you can't have a but, female run. When he died, it's like, oh, no. But she was she was his She's bad now. Prospect. She's bad Oh, yeah. News. And and so was Kim jong Il. Well, it, it's, it's crazy how you just watch this shit just go by, and it's like, oh, my God. What do you do about it? Okay, First of China. All, secondly, China. Yeah. He put China in its place. Stop the intellectual... Stealing, stopped all the bullshit going on with China. Really, you think so? Knocked it back a good hell. Yeah. Okay. Right now, it's gone. All that shit. Biden came well, in and just eliminated. Said, you know, we don't want to do that. He also brought down prices. Look, gas is at a hundred and twenty dollars a barrel. Okay, yeah. that's not high. It's not. It's not the highest it's ever been. No, it's not. It, back in two thousand six. It was at one hundred and thirty dollars a barrel. It was like one twenty-seven, right? I've, I've seen it go up at one eighty. No, momentarily. Yeah, maybe momentarily. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the highest it's ever been was like one twenty-seven. Okay, and at the time we were paying five dollars a gallon of gas. So what is different today? Um, what's different today is because they can. And absolutely, the, you're not the, wrong, but it, it's the, just no. Up. You know what? 
the oil companies, and how many times have you heard in, in your lifetime, oh, we're going to examine these bastards and see if they're gouging us or not. No one's ever freaking done it because those are the guys that got you your job. You can't really investigate them, right? And back to Citizens United, right? In the meantime, 40%, oh, oh, we need to produce more oil. We need to produce more oil. We export 40% of our freaking crew. We get, a lot, we get rid of a lot of stuff, a lot of coal. It was the fact that we were energy independent. Get rid of. We get rid of. No, we don't. We sell it overseas, and it and it brings our levels of what we have to the point, down here. Biden gave OPEC control of setting the market. Day one, uh, January 20th. OPEC, you have control of the market again. Guess what's going to happen? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. You cut us out for four years, we're going to get you back. In, in the beginning of this, this is crazy. In the beginning of this, they actually jacked up production to, to help alleviate it. Right. And I have this feeling, and you know, and freaking Biden's going to go talk to that freaking murderous, freaking slim, whatever dude who, who killed the journalist, the crown prince. Um, and he's got to sit in a room with this guy that he knows is a freaking murderer, right, to discuss our oil prices. But they are the biggest oil producer overall. Well, we want their oil. We yeah. have oil. We it's don't crazy. want our oil. We want their That's oil. That's the thing. Their, their oil's better, um, easier to refine, sweet crude. Um, I don't think it's any different than we, our oil. But we export 40% of ours. Why don't we just keep that and cut 40% of the imports? But we don't. The reason we don't is because of freaking profits. Because they can. Yes. That's where we're at, man. Because they, and that's that's our theme song. Speaking of, where did our theme song come from? It, um, from an old band called Duck Butter. And I can't find the. Uh, oh, it's on SoundCloud. Sound, SoundCloud was it's asking. SoundCloud. SoundCloud was so, asking for the rights on that, and I was like, I don't know. It's yeah. Some okay. And you know what? Um, Drew, you owe me a nickel. <laughs> and actually, I can't even claim that nickel. I have to give that. That nickel to my friend Tom Kruger. He well, thank song. you for supplying the song. Yeah. So Fauci has COVID. Ah! ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy's got COVID. You know what? I hope it just attacks him and ruins him. Because that guy is just a piece of shit. And you know what? It's not going to attack or ruin anyone at this point. All of the new variants that are getting past the vaccination. It's now down to a cold? It's Yeah. It's going like, to you know, sneeze a couple times. and freaking yeah, go son of a business. bitch. You know, and I keep hearing, oh, if the if the rates go up, we're gonna have we're gonna have masking mandates in L.A. again. It's like, you know what? Screw it. We've already all had it. This little one that's cruising around now. You know, when it all came down, dude, I was right on it. It's like, you know what? I'm gonna get vaccinated. Well, also in my business, I had to go a lot of places that if I'm not vaccinated, I ain't going in. Right? So, are, has anyone brought up monkeypox? Yeah, but monkeypox is like a silly thing. I mean, it's, you know, it's freaking giant-ass measles, basically. I, but it's not even as deadly as measles. It's I don't just, want monkey pox. Just, I don't either. And then there's, then there's going to be lizard pox. Don't have sex with a monkey, and I you'll probably promise be okay. You. I promise you, I'll, I'll stay away from I that. I don't even know any monkeys. So, this was fun. Top Gun is the number one movie. Kate Bush running up that hill is one of the number one songs. I like that song. We got a Cold War going on with Russia. 1986 called. It wants its years back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> In 1986, well, that was freaking Ronnie Reagan, right? Isn't it? Wasn't Ronnie Reagan in charge yeah. back then? Yeah, yeah. It was just before uh, Clinton. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because remember, uh, Frankie goes to Hollywood. And... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait. Dude, that was like in the... Two in, tribes. Remember the, that? Oh, yeah. Two tribes go to war. I don't remember the whole thing. But you know what? My theory on the 80s, if you remember the 80s, you probably did it wrong. Well, I have a lot of reminders of the 80s. I, I, am, I am that guy. If I had a Corvette, Duran Duran would be playing from it. Uh, if you had a Corvette in the 80s, that was the shittiest Corvette ever Oh, God, made. the 84 Vet. That oh, my C- God. Was that the C4 Vet? Dude, it, it, after 1973, I think, was the last realistic so, Corvette. And then it just I'm not going to bag on it too hard because I've looked for those. The C4 Vet is probably one of the best buys on Craigslist. Here's why. It's a muscle car. It's $2,000. It's got a decent 350 engine that you can buy parts at any... AutoZone yeah. and repair it. Tires are readily available. Brake pads you can get at AutoZone. My neighbor has one. You want to go look at it? <laughs> it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. In good shape. They're about fifty five hundred bucks. And also remember what it takes to get in and out of that pile of shit. Oh, you got you got to get over that floor, door sill. Yeah. Then you're dropping below the door sill. Why is it the interiors of those cars are always fucked up? General Motors. <laughs> and then if you went by the time you got to 86 they tried to be yeah. kind of cool and they did everything digital yeah. and the dash doesn't work yeah it's just a big black screen yeah. you're like what the hell am i doing here but everyone was screwing up their shit in the 80s and, and a whole bunch of regulations came in which here's where i agree with you on you know we don't need to regulate all the shit we're regulating i mean absolutely we should have you know smog restrictions and stuff like that and look um it got avoided, got avoided. Right now, you've got cars that are getting huge gas mileage, polluting very well. I'm going to admit this. As much as I hate the EPA, as much as I hate California Air Resource Board, the fact that I can see from the top of the 91 overpass onto the from the 5 to the 91, I can see Northridge yeah. 60 see miles away. Yeah. Or I can see the San Gabriel Mountains from Duarte. Yeah. A mile away? That I I got to give him credit. When I was a kid, um, we used to we used to go up to Big Bear all the time. It's the closest place to go camp. And you'd go up there, and your uh, where we camp was probably sixty seven hundred feet of elevation, not super high, but it was clear air. Everything's bitching. And then you know you go for the weekend. You pack your shit in, and you start driving down the mountain, and all of a sudden, you just see this brown freaking cloud, and you know you're driving into that thing, and and you know you don't see it while you're sitting down here. No, but you don't see Saddleback. Right now, I guarantee you, you walk over to the corner, you'll, of my see, house, you'll see Saddleback. Yeah. clear as day. You'll see how dry it is too. Um, if that thing goes up, we're we're both in trouble. You're on one <laughs> side, I'm on the other. <laughs> but it's it's great that the air is so clean and. And these regulations have, is what's you know what if we left it up to the car manufacturers and the and the yeah, oil companies and shit we we'd all be dead. But I do think we should do something. Yeah. Every warning label should be stripped off and just let the problem sort itself out. I don't know about that because laws are made for idiots. Right? Well, that would just I mean eliminate you have common sense. Okay, so um, 
don't stand one foot on the top rung of the yeah. top fly of the ladder. Hey, you fall off. Hey, we solved a you problem. You should have seen the bastard that came over to set up my, my second account. He leaned his ladder on the utility lines at probably, I'm going to say, like a 60, 70 degree angle. I mean, he was it was almost straight up and down. And I actually called them while he was up there. I go, dude, I got 911 on Sweet Daughter right now. Do you guys do ladder training? I'm just waiting. I, I can't watch anymore. I'm in my house, and I'm waiting for Dude, loud noise. Fall protection. I mean, something. what the hell is wrong with this At stuff? least land your, yourself yeah, up to the wire. Know, tie yourself up. I mean, there's a telephone pole right there, right? And he's going to lean on the utility lines? What? Ah, anyway, so this is just, you know, apropos for the... Yeah, I think, I think it just let the problem solve itself. Yeah. Yeah, well, again, um, the reason we have all these crazy laws is because some idiot screwed up oh shit maybe more people screwed up we got to make a law you know and so there's that laws are for people who can't control themselves you and i we dude we get away with shit you know we do because yeah. we pay attention and because we can yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> because we can hey so i got i'm planning i'm working on guests we're going to get some guests on the show, and that's our next goal. Uh, I'm not going to say anything about the guests yet, but we are working on guests. If you listening have anybody interesting that you want to have on the show, we are more than welcome to hear you out. Uh, I will put my contact at the uh, in the links of the show so you can reach us. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd say that's about it. We're going to wrap this Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Oh, and by the way, I did talk to my son-in-law about coming on in okay. a drunken stupor last night. That's fine. Um, and he's up for it. Good. Um, and he's he is good. proof that millennials aren't the huge problem everyone thinks they are. Yeah, he, he, how do you say it? That's, he's not atypical. He's not. But he's kind of prototypical. He's ahead of it. You know, you know who fought our last two wars? Millennials. Again, he's one of them. Again, he's, he's one of them. He's you're not gonna, atypical. You're going to sit down. Well, you've met him already. Yes. You're going to sit down with a Marine who joined the military because he couldn't afford to go to college. And not only did he not afford to go to college, he went to college and they had college paid for him. Then he was granted right. college. Right, he got the pres presidential scholarship. And it's, it's a fucking millennial kid. Holy shit. But Imagine he's smart. That. He's smart he's and he's articulate. Smart. And he's well, smart. most... Most Marines are, and I'm never going to really knock any of our sol soldiers, but I will say I like the Marines over them all <laughs> yeah. because they are smart. That's why he went for the Marines instead of something easy. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, guys. Right we appreciate you for Love listening. Love you all. Love you. We're out. Bye-bye. <laughs> See you later.